We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? I, I... The defense? Okay. Listen... Everybody wants a good D. There's no question about it. We we all want to be able to write our D. We want to know that we can have a top D, just like Kansas City just had, just like what they were able to do. Hey, happy uh, 9 o'clock hour here on a Friday. We got a lot of stuff. Mike Florio is going to join us coming up here in uh, in a few minutes, and we'll uh, we'll talk to him. We've been been all over the board here. Somehow got into this – this greatness thing, and you—you you think Eli Manning's great, right? You put him in that category, wouldn't well, you? Well, you must be getting negative stuff. There's a lot of negative rank. stuff. So I, I t- took the liberty of, of looking some stuff up about Eli Manning. He played 16 seasons for the Giants. Yep, and was a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Yep, and that's I would—I would kill for for something like that for our team. Eli is going. That's pretty good. So Eli is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is, and he's very popular with the writers. Let's for, four Pro Bowl, but he's good. You have four Pro Bowler uh, Pro Bowls, like wait, four Pro and Bowls, when, and that's when they played, and you know they actually had a game. Yeah, but what's that have to do? I mean, you're Pro Bowl, you're not. Whether you play the game or you play flag football, you don't have it. You go to I Hawaii or Orlando. You play, you play 16 seasons for the same team. Not to mention the team in New York. You don't think it's kind of weird though? He only went to four. I he's. He won the Super Bowl twice, the- though, man. And he's going to the Hall of Fame. So, like, I don't know how you don't put that in the great category. He's not one of the greatest ever. Well, he beat. But he beat. I'd take that all day, man. Tom Brady's Super Bowl losses are, are to Eli. But you know it's hard to be have that long of a career in the NFL. That, let's do this, As though. a starting quarterback. Usually, pretty impressive. Usually really good quarterbacks, they're, they're first-timers. I don't know if he's a first-time. First-time eligible, first-time in. I don't know. Do you do you think he is? I don't. I go by. I do think people really like him too. So I do think that helps. No, him. no, no, no. That that that's like if a, you're a complete deep. You know, if you're a to or something like that. Yeah, that that hurts you. Like you were mean to the media guys throughout your career. But I think most people seem to like Eli Manning. Eli doesn't have a He's whole lot. He's very harmless. Doesn't have a whole lot in common with his brother Peyton's career. No. Just, well, Super Bowls. Yeah, they both have two. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I just, we sit here and we realize how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. And this guy won twice, both times against Brady. Yeah. I, you know, pretty that's, good. And to the, play 16 years for the same team is that's, that's, pretty, that pretty is, impressive. Too. That is going to put him in the Hall of Fame. And I'm guessing he played 16 years. He must be top 10 in some quarterback stats, some big ones. I don't know where he is in yards and stuff. Yeah, like 57,000 yards or something, or something yeah. like that. Listen, these guys today. <laughs> you play listen, you play 20 years or 18 years and you throw for 4000 the low end 4000 yards Woody, the next thing you know <laughs> you got a lot of yards you can do the math right 
20 times four, that's 80,000 yards. Yeah, you're, you, you've got a, you got a lot of stats. You stay healthy. But uh, they're doing everything to help these quarterbacks they can, although you would have never known it by the amount of guys that got hurt last year, which is a little scary, the fact that they've changed all these rules for the quarterback to protect the quarterback. And we still ended up with, what I tell you, Woody, 12 or 13 starting quarterbacks played all season? Yeah. It's crazy. It was crazy. By the way, Eli Manning is 10th all-time in passing yards. There you go. He's going to get that's in. That's pretty damn impressive, man. Yeah, going to be a lot of Stafford's re- going to pass him. Stafford's 11th. Matthew Stafford's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You think he's great? I think he's really <laughs> talented guy. He played in Detroit okay, for so most you don't. of his So career. the answer would be no. No, it's but fine. He's put up, he put up big numbers in, in Detroit, too. Ben Roethlisberger's number five, by the way. You think he's great? Oh, Big Ben's in for sure. Big I, Ben's That's in. not what I asked you. All these guys are getting into the Hall of Fame. I well, then they're all, they're all, if you make it to the Hall of Fame, yeah, you're freaking great. Okay. Phillip Rivers. He's number six on this list, followed by Matt Ryan. You think either of those guys are great? Oh, man. They're probably. <laughs> they're, probably <laughs> they're getting in. I know. You can't be top ten all time in passing no, yards and not get in. I know. They're both probably going to get in and. It's Where weird. do they go on your greatness oh, list? I uh, know. I'm slowing down on great. Ugh. By the way, number 15 on this list is Carson Palmer. He's good. He's really Followed good by Vinny Testaverde, Drew Bledsoe, Joe Flacco is can, 18. Can Russell say- Wilson, who they think is going to play for a million dollars, is 19. You, you're, you really dislike Mike Tannenbaum. I do. But I, <laughs> I especially dislike that take, though. I mean, that's so bizarre. And then – Someone had the nerve to go on Twitter and like say, oh, he is going to play for a million. You'll see. Did you say the Dolphin backup was making, what, eight? Six or eight. Mike okay. White, yeah. You think Russell's just going to go around and just like, here, I'll play for the league minimum. Well, just, they're just saying please that, give me a chance. They're saying that because Denver owes him a bunch of money, and, is, and, and Russell's going, I'm not letting you guys off the hook just because I got yeah. money coming from somewhere else. Your ass got to pay me some. Just please resurrect my career. I, uh, yeah, uh, boy, you threw out some some interesting ones. The numbers, the more these guys play, we're throwing more than ever in this league. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, those guys you named are probably going to almost every one of them going to end up in the Hall of Fame. And then you go to the Super Bowl MVP list and Nick Foles is on there. Well, he's not going in. I, I realize that. But he did have... He's not apologizing for the way. Look at his numbers through the playoffs when he took over and how good he was. Aaron Rodgers on that list. He's going in. He's going. Yeah. No matter how bad things get in New York, he's getting in there. Hey, I got news for you. Russell Wilson might get in. (laughs) He is going to get in. Joey's 19th in passing yards now. I Again, I assume he'll play. He could continue to play. And, and let me tell Climb you something. Climb up that list. He's like we, 300 yards away from Flacco. There'd be no debate if he didn't make that stupid throw over the tight end that, by the way, mm. New England was ready for, which is even scarier than that, as bad as that play was when you've got that big, strong running back behind you for like a – How are they ready for that play, by the way? I mean, everyone thought they were – Go ahead and say it. I'm not accusing them of stealing the signals or anything, but <laughs> well, that's what I just don't thinking. know how they, like, why were they ready for that play of all plays? I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't but, they have sold out for the run? You would think. He was right there, man. You, you he knew would, the route. You would think, no. 
And by the way, the route even went out wide where you throw like a fade or a quick post pattern or slant yeah. inside. It was like, we're going to throw it in. Oh, you're throwing over the tackle and tight end. We're ready. All no right. No one will ever accuse them of cheating, though. No, Don't never. worry about that. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk is going to join us in just a minute. But first, I want to talk to you about sports-related injuries. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Baptist Health South Florida, for being so good every day. Yeah, where do the pros go? I must hear that. Every day of my life, Inter-Miami, the Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, uh, the Miami Open, all our sporting events, trust those great doctors, the team doctors, as well as their specialists for the knee and the shoulder and foot and hand and back and hip and knee replacement, Achilles. We're talking about a whole bunch of really good doctors. Some of the best in the country have been recruited here to South Florida. Uh, to take care of all of our athletes and athletes from all over the country that come here for a second opinion or to see these doctors that have years and years of experience and have seen every kind of sports-related injury there is. Now, I got more good news because we got three locations that I talk about a lot. Doctors Hospital in Coral Gables, a lot of those operations. And when you go there, it's kind of a who's who team and individual sports they're all going there but now we're at uh, Baptist Hill South Florida is at Hard Rock Stadium right next to the training facility for the Miami Dolphins and uh, now about a year old the new facility on 595 and Pine Island Implantation right next to the Renaissance Hotel the pineapples alive and well Dr. Swartzen good morning my man visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho one go every day whether it's a team sport whether it's an individual sport somebody in the family or a friend Make sure you get it. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's Friday. It's 9 o'clock hour. All right, time to go to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Mike, good morning. How you doing? Joe, I'm doing great, buddy. How are you today? Man, I'm I'm doing great. I just uh, I just love my Fridays. Hey, so so Mike, I I might as well bring in here. I was I was watching you answer questions and the Mike McDaniel Chris Greer future could they be in trouble this year 52 million over the cap all in second year of being all in nine and eight and eleven six but haven't won and they've been writing about it here in town they haven't won a playoff game which we are now dead last in the NFL as far as the last team to win a game in the playoffs what uh you think they're on a hot seat well it all has to be judged by the person making the decision. That was the point. And we're talking about the same guy who is the only person on earth who prefers the current uniforms over the throwbacks. <laughs> but since he's the one who makes the decision, the current uniforms stay and the throwbacks get used twice a year. So what will Stephen Ross do? We don't know. He's getting older, as we all are. But that Leon Hess dynamic comes into play. Remember when he fired Pete Carroll? Back in the 90s, right. I think it was Pete Carroll that he fired and hired like Rich Kotite or something like that. He's going all in, wants to win, doesn't have many of these opportunities left, gets impatient, does something rash. And we have seen in the past where Stephen Roth gets caught up in these grand ideas of who's out there that 
can come in and turn the team around, like Sean Payton and Tom Brady two years ago. Remember that one? When oh, yeah. There was somebody that was talking about it for months, and everybody said it was crap, and then it turned out to be true, and they lost a first-round pick because they were trying too hard to get both of those guys lined up for 2022. And now Bill Belichick's out there. I could see Stephen Ross getting smitten with the idea. I'm not saying that he no is. No way, I'm not Mike. Saying that he will. Oh. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. Pick a name, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll. I don't know, but you know, one of the dangers of having a great regular season and going one and done in the playoffs is it makes people impatient. It makes people think that something's missing. It makes people think that who we currently have has gotten us to a level and can't take us any higher than that. And my only point was you have to factor in the reality that the guy making the decisions could, could say, this isn't good enough. I'm ready to move on. This isn't good enough. There's somebody else that I've convinced myself is the right person. In my own billionaire brain, I've decided this is the person I need. So, yeah, I, I think that you have to take that into account. At some point, and I love Mike McDaniel. Me too. I love what he brings to the table. I love the authenticity. I love the quirkiness. It's great. He's unlike any other coach out there. At some point, that wears off for the owner. At some point, we got to win games. At some point, we got to get closer to championships. At some point, we got to do something. Tyreek Hill said a couple weeks ago, this year there's no excuses. You know, two years ago it was Tua was injured for the playoff game. And then it was they played the game in an open-air meat locker. And, you know, this year there's no excuses, even if there's an excuse. They got to do something this year. So I just – I think that – it's impossible to predict yeah. with any certainty what's going to happen when only one guy on the face of the earth, the one guy that won't put the stamp throwback uniforms back in place is the guy who's going to make the decision. And he's made some questionable decisions in the past. That's why I say it. All right. So I, I got to ask, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but it, it got everybody stirred up down here because we listen to him a lot. Mike Tannenbaum, formerly with the Jets and the Dolphins, and his hot takes – including the Russell Wilson for a million dollars to go back up Aaron Rodgers, which people were puking on themselves uh, considering Nathaniel Hackett was a head coach with Russell Wilson for a cup of coffee in Denver. He's now the offensive coordinator and Aaron Rodgers guy. I just don't see that happening. Have you heard some of Tannenbaum's takes? Well, and, and here's why that one is flawed. Now, Russell Wilson, I think, will be inclined to go somewhere else and take the league minimum of $1.21 million and stick the Broncos with the balance between that and $39 million, which they owe him fully guaranteed. But you got to be ready to roll off the carpet and make him the starter. He's not going to want to go somewhere and be on the bench. No. He's not going to want to go somewhere and be break glass in event of emergency, even if emer- emergency you know, quite possibly will happen with a 40-year-old quarterback coming off of a torn Achilles tendon. But, yeah, that – I. I understand if you're looking at it solely as what can we buy that that part four that we're putting in our football machine and we need to have a backup quarterback because last year we didn't. But there's no way that Russell Wilson is going to want to follow what happened in Denver with becoming a backup quarterback yeah. somewhere else. He's going to want to play somewhere and set himself up for a bigger contract in 25. So he would never go for that. You know who did it perfectly? Our guy down here, Ryan Tannehill, goes, mm, I'm going to Tennessee. Because uh, that guy, Mariota, 
I know I'm better than he is. I'll have his job in no time. And sure enough, got a new contract, ended up playing, made another, what, $100 million or so. Comeback player of the year in 2019, yeah, I, even though I don't know what he was coming back from, but <laughs> he was comeback player of the year. Hey, hey so I got, a, I got a bunch of stuff to run by you here uh, real quickly. So uh, they came out with ranking the 2020 quarterbacks, which, by the way, the class has been pretty good. I mean, I, we haven't had any busts in that class. We had injuries and, and slow developing, but, but it's been a good class. If, if you would, I, I'm curious if for the next five years, rank them in order of the guys you like the most to least of who would be the quarterbacks you would pick to be your quarterback the next five years. Joe Burrow without question. Okay. Without one. question. Yeah. Because Burrow has shown that he's got the ability, and when you get to the playoffs, he accesses a higher level of performance and focus and desire, and he doesn't freak out. He doesn't blow it. He goes and he takes it. I'd take him first. I'd take Herbert second. And then who, who, who am I missing? Well, love love at Green three. Bay. Lo- is I know two is in there, but love, who am I missing that love, I should have love, two ahead of? Love and Hurts are in there. Love from ooh, Green Bay. Ooh, ooh, love. And a lot of people like the love. love. Oh, yes. Well, based on what I saw from Jordan Love last year now, especially in that playoff game, he had moments where he looked like Aaron Rodgers, but then he had that one moment where he looked like Brett Favre. But I think <laughs> I can coach that Brett Favre moment out of him. Okay. I'd go, I'd go, isn't it funny how he forgets that Love was 2020? Yeah. But yeah, he was 2020. I'd go, I'm sorry to him, but I'd go Burrow, then I'd go. Herbert, then I'd go Love, then I'd go Tua, and then I'd go Hurts. Just because I don't know where Hurts is right now, and I don't know I, – I'd I need to know exactly what went haywire last year with the Eagles before making a final assessment on what Hurts is going to be. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, it's going to be interesting. But, but the, the bigger story after, what, four or five years – we don't have any busts in that group. I never thought that 2020 class would be as good. I mean, those guys are all going to be starters next year coming back. So uh, that's-, that's right. That's right. And, and, and look, you know, everybody's hoping to get that quarterback that becomes a franchise quarterback and they're going to go win Super Bowls. But there's only a very small handful of guys that do that. You get somebody who's going to be your starter for five, ten years, that's a win with that first-round pick or second-round pick. So – yeah, and, and, you know, the guy who might have the brightest future of all of them is Love because we've only seen one year from him. Yeah. We didn't expect much, and he delivered a spot in the final eight. Mike, we got in this thing uh, this morning with, with, uh, with greatness um, because of, of comments that have, have been made, and you can't be great by, by some guys. You can't be great if you don't win rings and championships. And I know we talk a lot about it. It's, the, it's this thing, I don't know what year it kicked in, when I first got in this business, it was just about how good you were. But now it's like, no, no, it's not just how good you are, but did you win some rings, Michael Jordan and Tom Brady? How do you look at that great thing as far as quarterbacks to just overall Gretzky and and look at it? I just said, and I, it had more to do with Dan Marino for me because Trent Dilfer one day said he's never won rings. I can't rank him that high on, on the quarterback list. He had a whole bunch of guys ahead of him because he didn't win the ring, and it was like, ooh, man, Trent Dilfer won one. So how do you look at greatness when you look at all these athletes, and especially in team sports? Well, and it's difficult. And the more guys on the field at one time, the harder it is to go up or down on greatness based upon team accomplishment. Now, 
the greatest of the great find a way to elevate the team around them. And the greatest of the great go behind the scenes and make things happen to try to get things done. When Matthew Stafford finally was traded out of Detroit after 12 years, I remember saying, you know what, there's no way Peyton Manning would have tolerated 12 years of that dysfunction in Detroit. He would have at some point taken over the entire operation and willed that team in the direction of the postseason and ultimately the championship. But there's only so much one guy can do. You have to be realistic about it as well. I'm not suggesting Dan Marino didn't try. They were good. They just never were able to punch through and win a Super Bowl or get back after number 19. So, you know, I, I think that for the true greats, greatness is defined by achieving the highest possible level of team because they are driven by it. They are tormented by it. They have given their life over to it. And I wasn't covering the sport when Dan Marino played. So I don't know how much of that was going on. And the internet wasn't really blossomed like it has and talk radio wasn't what it was. And the NFL wasn't covered the way it is. But I know when I watch it now and I study it now, who really is basically signing his life over to the craft, to the effort. And it's unhealthy and it, can impair relationships within your family. And if you're trying to balance your life, it throws everything out of whack because you're consumed every day of your life with this pursuit of that one thing, getting to the top of the mountain. And then when that chapter ends, you go right back to trying to get to the top of the mountain. And Patrick Mahomes is the current example of that, an overriding, unhealthy obsession but he can pull it off and he's got the support system in place and all he cares about is getting the next one well we won that one all right well let's get to work on the next one and i think you know the true greats are hardwired that way and it is unhealthy but in a league where you got 32 teams and for every good team there's a bad team and only one team is going to win the super bowl every year in in today's nfl i think to be truly great you have to have that mindset and a lot more but I think one indispensable piece is that mindset of I'm going to do everything I possibly can every day of my life to try to get myself in position to win. Because if I'm not, somebody else is, and that's the guy who's going to win instead of me, if that yeah. makes any sense at all. Yeah, I just I, I just saw the, the Dan Marino thing up close and, and all the things that he did, the throws he made, the confidence, the ability, oh, and yeah. – there's a reason. I mean, he's a top 100 all-time player, but, you know, he didn't. Well, he, and, he, and here's the thing, too. Like, he's playing for Don Shula for most of his career. So, you know, and again, I, I, I wasn't covering it at the time. And maybe they could do a hell of a documentary on why the Dolphins never won a Super Bowl with Dan Marino to get to the bottom of it. But you're going to defer at a certain point to the, the greatest coach of all time in Don Shula. And, we're, and it's not like we stink. It's just, it's one of those things. And this is the thing about the NFL. You only got one shot per year. Right. And, 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 and it, all it takes is one weird moment, one bad call, one gust of wind, one crazy thing, and everything you worked for is gone. And you got to start over again. And, and that's what's so strange. When we get into, like we do, regular season seems like it takes forever. And then you get to this high-stakes single elimination playoff and everybody's going to be left behind except one team and you know that that's why for teams you know i grew up a vikings fan i would never would have dreamed 1976 was the last time they'd be in the super bowl but 
every year it's something yeah. else, and every year it's something else. And there's only been 45 spins of the wheel since then for everybody. So I think that has something to do with it, too. There's only so much any one person can control. Yeah, no question. Hey, Mike, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Joe. See you, pal. All right, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Uh, we are not done. Drew Rosenhaus getting set for the combine and free agency and the tag and see what's going to happen and who's going to have to redo contracts and everything else. One of the great agents they have right now in the National Football League is going to join us next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.